So all of that to say, it is clear the clock is not just ticking, it is banging. And that is why one year ago, President Biden and I made the largest climate investment in America's history. It's banging. Bang the gong. That's the Vice President of the United States. She's not the brightest woman in the world, is she? Clock isn't just ticking, it's banging. And that's why it's they've made the largest investment. It's an investment. That means they stole a trillion dollars and spread it across the country to their friends and allies for their political gain. And uh, has anybody noticed the climate changing at all? Is the weather the weather better now in some way than it was before the Biden people threw a more than a trillion dollars, more than a trillion dollars. Kind of amazing, I'm telling you. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. But, um, you know, we've got a treasury secretary. She does mushrooms every now and then, usually when she's hanging out with communists, I think. Uh, and uh, her name is Janet Yellen. She is uh, She's no great shakes either, I've got to say. She was visiting uh, communist China recently, and they did slip mushrooms into her food the kind of mushrooms that cause hallucinations and and all that good stuff, right? And it's pretty amazing. The, the uh, Treasury Secretary, Janet Yellen, has written a piece in the uh, Wall Street Journal. It's, it appears in the Wall Street Journal today. And she's talking about how great it is. All this spending has been a prosperous year for the Inflation Reduction Act, the IRA, like the uh, Irish Republican Army. A prosperous year for the Inflation Reduction Act is the headline. Janet Yellen, Treasury Secretary. The demand for electric cars has spurred a, quote, battery belt. Yeah, uh, uh, end quote. And the uh, the Chinese are in Africa using child slave labor with no labor standards and no environmental standards to dig up the rare earth elements that are needed so that Chinese can make batteries for electric cars, right? and for cell phones and things. So slavery is back, thanks to communist China. They had the Uyghurs and the, you know, and in Africa, they're all over Africa and Latin America, and they're raping the earth. Remember when the left used to call it raping the earth when it was American corporations? Now that it's Chinese communist corporations with no environmental standards at all and no labor standards at all, now they're fine with it. They're silent, right? You betcha. The demand for electric cars has spurred a battery belt. Yeah, that's not really good. Of new factories in the Midwest and South, that's what's going on. They're, uh, the, the Chinese are the worst nightmare. Uh, if you're a legitimate environmentalist and if you believe in labor standards and in human rights. Uh, but the left doesn't. They just believe in tearing down the United States and capitalism. And it's kind of absurd because Janet Yellen writes in the Wall Street Journal, When I gave my first major climate speech in the late 1990s, she was giving major climate speeches in the late 1990s because, you know, economics. Many still regarded the effects of climate change to be abstract and remote. No longer today, no one can ignore the mounting evidence of climate change destabilizing destabilizing effect on our planet and on our way of life. Now, what does this have to do with uh, inflation reduction? Because she's just going off on a jag about the weather and how she's been talking about it since the 1990s. That's great. Americans are witnessing it firsthand this summer. From Phoenix to Miami, 
Where, where's the thing about the economy and the Inflation Reduction Act and the trillion and a half dollars or whatever the dollar figure is lately? The past few months have featured extreme heat. It's because it's summertime in the Northern Hemisphere. That happens every year and has, you know, since the Mayans were sacrificing children to change the weather. Major parts of the country have been shrouded in smoke from wildfires abroad. That's Canada she's talking about there. Technically, Canada is abroad because it's uh, across a national border. Uh, But I've read to you, uh, the New York Post has covered the story uh, about the wildfires in Canada, how they're happening. First of all, they're, uh, you know, people start the fires. Uh, but even if they're started naturally, the left has prevented logging companies from maintaining forests, prevented the government or anyone else from grooming. They'll groom your children, but not the forests. Right? And, uh, and the New York Post has reported on it uh, very intelligently. Uh, the New York Times and the Washington Post have not, of course. Uh, but in Canada, the wildfires are largely m- uh, man-made phenomenon, and it's because we're not caring to caring for tending to the forests in Canada. Logging companies would maintain roads through the forest so that firefighters could get to the scene of the fire, and it wouldn't be allowed to spread. They don't uh, groom. They don't clear-cut. They... Uh, you know, they, in the name of environmentalism, they've created environmental catastrophe after environmental catastrophe. But never mind that. Uh, also true in Hawaii, and even the Washington Post had to admit that because of these non-native grasses that have been planted to try to hold the soil together because they've stopped agriculture. They use fertilizer and so on with agriculture. Hey, wh- how's Oprah Winfrey's big macadamia nut plantation in Hawaii going she doing very well? I assume she is. She's a very successful businesswoman, but never mind that. These phenomena have serious economic costs, both in lost property, uh, lost productive capacity, and their potential long-term threat to macroeconomic stability. So now the weather has to be good, otherwise the economy will be bad. She's setting the table here uh, to claim that the economy is bad because of the weather and because of climate change. Just for the record, I've been saying this for a very long time, climate changes, always has, always will. Even with the Democrats in charge of the climate, it will continue to change. But they'll wreck a bunch of other stuff. And she types, one year ago, President Biden signed the Inflation Reduction Act into law. It's the boldest climate action in the nation's history. But you haven't talked about uh, the, uh, uh, what, what, it's the boldest climate action, but it's the Inflation Reduction Act. Wasn't it supposed to reduce inflation? One that pushes us toward net zero economy by 2050. Over time, the Inflation Reduction Act will drive down the costs of clean energy technologies. Over time, we'll all be dead and gone by then. But at some point, it will allegedly do that. And when it doesn't, then they'll say, well, at least we tried, right? That's what they're going to say, which will boost their adoption and reduce emissions globally. How could uh, that reduce emissions globally? The law, it's a law, it's a spending bill, is also designed to advance two other goals, economic opportunity and resilience. It's a trillion dollars for resilience, you see. It's already delivering on both fronts. Really? I explain that. 
building a clean energy economy. Wait a minute, it's back to global warming and climate change. But I thought this was about reducing inflation. It is among the biggest economic transformations of our lifetimes. Global investment, that means spending, in clean energy has reached more than $1 trillion a year. That's just for us. For too long, and it does say global investment, but this bill is more than a, a trillion dollars. And she's just talking about the weather. With the Inflation Reduction Act, we are delivering on what I call modern supply-side. She put that in quotation marks. Modern supply-side economics, a policy framework that animates much of Bidenomics. It's Bidenomics. It's working real well. I know Joe Biden told me. It includes government investment, that means spending, to mobilize private capital as uh, forcing the private sector to do things, spurring economic growth and helping the U.S. reach its climate goals. Well, where's the inflation reduction part of this? Because what they're doing here is they're spinning their corruption and the Inflation Reduction Act of uh, more than a trillion taxpayer dollars was actually just money that they stole to spread around to their left-wing global warming climatistas so they can claim they're doing something to change the weather. Has the weather changed, Michael? Summertime is here. It's uh, That's a great song, though. And, uh, and then, you know, the fall will come and winter will come. And every weather event is more proof of dangerous man-made climate change, which can only be fixed with trillions of dollars, U.S. taxpayer dollars, in spending. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. They are amazing. Uh, and uh, the Wall Street Journal, they, they saw this, and you know, it, it'll, it'll cause uh, responses, I assume, because this is absurd, and Janet Yellen might still be tripping on the mushrooms that the communists put into her food when she was over there bowing to them. Remember, bowing to the Chinese communists. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Man, oh, man. But our strategy is more ambitious, advancing U.S. energy but, but what happened to inflation? Energy security. We had energy security under President Trump. You guys dismantled that energy security. Also means reducing the risks of over-concentration in our critical clean energy supply chains. But this is all, she's, she is in a left-handed, very left-handed way, confessing that this was really all about distributing money to the climatistas. Am I right? Yes, I am. How absurd. All right, it is mailbag day. It's mailbag day. Today is the mailbag day. And I have uh, questions for you from our mailbag. Um, And that's listeners sending questions in to the Twitter and to the Facebook. Twad, T-W-A-D, sends the question, had you been impaneled for the jury? I had jury duty day before yesterday. Uh, That's why I wasn't here doing the radio show. I was not selected for the jury. Had you been impaneled for the jury, would the fact that this case has taken four and a half years to get to trial impact your decision? The whole right to a speedy trial and all that, right? That's a great question because I did. When I first heard, I sat there and I, I think I was not supposed to take notes, but I took some notes. And, um, and it's true, the man charged with gun crimes, firearm, I think he had a handgun with a magazine uh, of more than 10 rounds, which is not allowed in Washington, D.C., because that'll make everything better. And 
and he was arrested in February of 2019. So that's four and a half years ago. Four and a half years ago he was arrested for this, and he made it to court Monday, day before yesterday. And I've got to say, uh, Twat, I, I, I would have wanted to know whether he had already spent time in prison or in jail for the last four and a half years or over the course of the last four and a half years. Uh, and had he spent time in jail already, that certainly would have impacted my decision. I, I would hope that I would have been able to uh, get some information on that. Deborah says, hi, Chris. I just discovered your show and I love it. You have my kind of sense of humor. That means you have a very, a very good and intelligent sense of humor, Deborah. Very sophisticated sense of humor. Here's the burning question. Is the FBI, CIA, DOJ, for the love of God, <clears throat> Deborah writes, it's the FBI, CIA, DOJ, for the love of God. Why don't they use lie detector tests on anyone? Seeing as no one seems to be able to keep their stories straight. Well, that is a, uh, that's a good question. Now, the CIA is not involved in domestic law enforcement. Wink, wink. They sabotage our politics, and they, they create disinformation campaigns that they run against the American public in an effort to help Joe Biden and the Democrats, and they should be in handcuffs, starting with uh, Mike Morrell and uh, former CIA director, and, of course, penitentiary face Brennan should be in prison. I believe that lie detector tests are not um, allowed as evidence in court, uh, but you can use them to intimidate people and things like that. Uh, the FBI really is that it, the senior leadership stopped being a law enforcement uh, entity. The CIA is corrupt. The DOJ is corrupt. Our attorney general corrupt. Uh, they're not trying to get to the bottom of these crimes. They're they're really not. They um, they're crooked. They've been corrupted at the highest level. Um, Abigail, when do you think the Democrats will turn on Biden? Do you think they're dusting off Hillary? Well, you know, they, uh, that's a great uh, couple of questions there. The uh, Barack Obama is really secretly running the Biden White House from behind the curtain with his agent's provocateur uh, in constant contact with the many Obama people already in the Biden White House. Uh, but, yeah, I think they're looking, and I've said uh, for a couple of months now, I think they're looking to get rid of Joe Biden. When does that happen? Uh, that remains to be seen. Uh, perhaps not sooner. I think they're going to wait for a dramatic moment closer to the election, and not now. And do you think they're dusting off Hillary? I don't think the Democrat Party is dusting off Hillary, but I think Hillary is dusting off Hillary because she thinks that she's going to get in on this. She believes that she's entitled to the presidency. She's a psychotic. But they've got Gavin Newsom waiting in the wings. He's that, uh, you know, uh, the, the dental model. And uh, they've got a problem because Kamala Harris is waiting in line, and she's a woman of color. So if they bumped her to the side of the road, then they're going to have a lot of splaining to do because they're that'd make them racist and sexist. I have more mailbag questions coming up as well. You know, CBD is everywhere. CBD, putting CBD in everything now. And my friends, great supporters of our humble radio broadcast, Generic CBD. They've infused CBDs into their number one best-selling deep penetrating muscle and joint cream. Let me tell you, look at the reviews. This stuff is amazing. It melts right into your knees, your elbows, your shoulders, your back, especially those stiff hands, your fingers and knuckles. I'm going like this with my fingers. It goes to work in a matter of seconds, and it's a fantastic moisturizer. Even my best girl says so. 
The company is called GenericCBD.com. You've heard me talk about them before. They sell premium CBD products for less cash. And right now, you can try their muscle and joint cream for free. We have it at home. That's right, free. You pay $2.95 for the shipping and handling, but don't worry, it's not a subscription. There are no strings attached. They just want you to be able to try it because they know you're going to love it. You're going to be buying more for your mom and for yourself, for your neighbors, for your friends at work. Get your free sample of GenericCBD.com. It's uh, it's great stuff. G-E-N-E-R-I-C-C-B-D. That's GenericCBD.com. These products and statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. These products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, prevent any disease or illness. Yes, sir. And more mailbag questions coming up and more Joe Biden, too, because he's ridiculous. And what is it with the uh, Democrats and uh, children and gay sex and transgenderism? That's coming up. Hey, it's Chris Plant, excited to tell you about our July 2024 Listener Sea Cruise. We'll be sailing around the British Isles, visiting Scotland and Ireland. Please join us. Book by this July 31st for extra savings. Visit ChrisPlantCruise.com. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. Uh, I do have a couple of more questions from the mailbag that I uh, look forward to sharing with you. And, and a left-wing radical extremist at the Washington Post, which isn't the newspaper at all, with the uh, headline, his name is Paul Waldman, apocalyptic rhetoric is just as dangerous as the violent kind. Well, why don't you guys stop shooting people and looting every place? How about that? And uh, he attacks Congressman Matt Gates from Florida um, for saying, I cannot stand these people that are destroying our country. That's the apocalyptic rhetoric. But didn't we play audio yesterday of Hillary Clinton saying that Donald Trump means the end of democracy and the end of our country, didn't it? And don't we have Democrats saying that global warming is going to kill us all and the earth is on fire and we're all going to die soon? And aren't they raising children on that message? The Washington Post is not a newspaper, and their typists are not thinking people. They're just Democrat Party activists putting out press releases. No sense of irony, these dimwits in the Washington Post, this clown, Paul Waldman, going on and on about, uh, here's what a Republican said. This could inspire violence, oh, like the suicide attacks on police in Baton Rouge and New York City and Capitol Hill and Dallas, Texas, or the suicide attack on Republican members of Congress by Democrat Party activists. Self-immolation on the Supreme Court steps. You mean the rhetoric that leads to that sort of thing? The torching of hundreds of Catholic churches and well, attacks on hundreds of Catholic churches, not all fires. How about the sustained attacks on courthouses and police stations and police departments and 
No, but Matt Gates said, I cannot stand these people that are destroying our country, and that's that's the apocalyptic rhetoric that's just as dangerous as the violent kind. You guys burned more cities than I could count here in a three-hour radio show just the in the last few years. The earth is on fire, and we're all going to die soon. So yeah, none of that apocalyptic talk from you. And Hillary Clinton just over the weekend with her pal Rachel Maddow was talking about the end of democracy. And uh, Paul Waldman says, you know, if you believed it was the end of democracy, what wouldn't be justified? Assassinations? Well, I don't know if you picked up on this, but... And uh, January 6th, January 6th, because you got to bring that up all the time, because Ashley Babbitt was shot and killed while unarmed for the alleged crime of trespassing by a police officer after she served 12 years in the Air Force, but never mind that. We ought to treat apocalyptic rhetoric just like we treat violent rhetoric. This is another push to outlaw speech, to ban speech, to arrest people for speech, because he's a fascist, Paul Waldman. Take note of it, condemn it, challenge candidates to defend it. And they uh, say they go after Ron DeSantis, but not Hillary Clinton and not Katie Porter with the earth is on fire and we're all going to die soon. And all the violence. You got, you know, January 6th, I said on January 7th, boy, <clears throat> I wish that hadn't happened. You know, uh, the Democrat riots, three, the, the 300 riots in one year. The Republican Party, one riot in 300 years. And it's the only one that uh, the, the country is aware of. And the news media, certainly. Yeah. Yeah, and Hillary Clinton, honestly, just uh, just uh, day before yesterday with Rachel Maddow, the overpaid Rachel Maddow, was going on about uh, Donald Trump. If he's reelected, that would be the, the end of democracy. You warned the country, essentially, that he was going to try to end democracy, but the most of the country didn't believe you. Well, it's hard to believe. I, I don't feel any satisfaction. I feel great, profound sadness that uh, we have a former president who has been indicted uh, for so many uh, charges that went right to the heart of whether or not our democracy would survive. We press Republican contenders to admit that Biden won fair and square. This is, I got to tell you, it's good to be a Democrat, isn't it? Amazing stuff. Uh, 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 uh. Do you not understand that if Donald Trump wins, nothing else matters because it's over? Any rational Republican knows the truth about the next election. If Biden wins, it will mean nothing more than four years of policies they don't like. Well, and riots and looting and um, uh, the Wuhan Red Death and open borders and, and MS-13 and transgender kindergarten and and uh, we pretend that the economy is great and that a trillion dollars to reduce inflation is actually for climate change and it doesn't have any effect but that's okay at least their friends got more than a trillion dollars it will mean nothing more than four more years of policies they don't like that will be deeply unpleasant for them but it won't mean the end of america See, now he's implying that Donald Trump being reelected is the end of America, so he's engaging in apocalyptic rhetoric while writing about his disdain for apocalyptic rhetoric. It's over. Freedom is over if Donald Trump gets elected. It's that simple. No other issue matters. Every other issue sprinkles down from that. However you feel about the economy, however you feel about whatever issue you're dealing with, we turn into an autocracy. That's right. We turn into an autocracy. 
And, uh, well, you know, there's uh, Michael Beschloss. Remember Michael Beschloss, the presidential historian on MSDNC. What was at stake tonight and this week... Midterms. ...was the fact whether we will be a democracy in the future, whether our children will be arrested and conceivably killed. We're on the edge of a brutal authoritarian system, and it could be a week away. We press Republican contenders... And it could be whether your children will be killed. They're going to kill your children. The Republicans, the pro-life party, are going to kill your children. The, uh, the Democrat party, the pro-death party, the pro-child genital mutilation party, they're the good guys. We press Republican t- contenders to admit that Biden won fairly in the 2020 election and to repudiate the violent insurrection of January 6, 2021. The Democrats attacked the White House for three days. The president and first family were evacuated. They torched St. John's Church across from the White House, the Church of the Presidents. They injured more than 180 federal police officers. They destroyed the neighborhood. Uh, and uh, that's no problem. That's Paul Waldman didn't get around to any of that. It's January 6th. The Democrats laid siege to the Mark Hatfield Courthouse in Portland, Oregon. They've trashed city after city to the point where, honestly... Just appalling, you guys. All right, back to the uh, mailbag for a second. What do you think? <laughs> Your Washington Post. You have more apocalypse now over there? Because they, yeah. yeah. Michael Beschloss, your children will be killed. Okay. That's the, is that the kind of apocalyptic rhetoric that you're talking about? Because that's everyday stuff, Paul Waldman. Are you that dishonest, Paul Waldman? Or are you that ignorant? Because those are the only two possibilities. What happened on January 6th? Don't believe what you saw. Believe what I tell you. (laughs) All right, back to the mailbag. Greg asks, did they ever determine if the fox that bit bit the Democrat last year got rabies from biting said Democrat? That is a serious scientific question. And um, I believe that they did. It was a, a rabid fox on Capitol Hill. Bit nine people, nine people, including a uh, member of Congress, and a journalist. What's the difference, really? And uh, it was big news all over the world. The BBC wrote about it, and uh, uh, British newspapers, Chinese newspapers. Chinese probably sent the rabid fox. A rabid fox has been humanely euthanized after biting at least nine people, including a congressman and a journalist in Washington, D.C. Three fox kits have also been put down. That means traps after their mother was trapped and confirmed to have rabies. Now, the question that Greg asks is whether uh, it was confirmed that the congressman uh, gave the fox rabies or whether the fox had rabies already. (laughs) I believe the fox had rabies already. Didn't technically get it from the member of Congress, but, uh, you know, birds of a feather and all that. So an aggressive fox on Capitol Hill bit nine people. And they trapped it, and then they killed it. Because, you know, that's what you do. But it is kind of, uh, you know, six of one, half dozen of the other. Except the fox. The fox was crazed and running around being crazed and biting people, which is a pretty good indicator of rabies. You know, you know how that goes. Fun question, though. Alan from The Plains, Virginia. The Plains, Virginia. Um, a great, a great uh, place. The Plains, wonderful. Near Middleburg, a couple of fun restaurants there. And uh, you know who lives there? The uh, Hollywood movie star uh, Robert Duvall. Robert Duvall lives in the Plains, Virginia. Perfectly mellow guy, just hangs out at uh, restaurants and things there. 
says hi to people. Alan in the Plains asks, have you ever had any crazies call in to sabotage the show like they get on the air under false pretenses and start screaming curse words or something? Do you have a blocked callers list? And does that include people who accidentally curse on the air? Do you think Alan accidentally cursed on the air once? I've heard a few of those over the years. He says, well, let me see, because there are a number of questions here. Several question from, uh, questions from Alan in the Plains, Virginia, out by Middleburg and stuff. A very nice part of the world. Wonderful people. Nice. Have you ever had any crazies call in and uh, try to sabotage the show like they get on the air under false pretenses and start uh, screaming curse words? Now, we have, uh, for example, Jasmine today, the wonderful Jasmine, is uh, screening your calls. If you call in, you talk to the wonderful Jasmine. And um, she has, you know, a sense um, and human instincts. And it's generally pretty easy to tell if, you know, sometimes they call in and they yell at Jasmine and say crazy things to Jasmine. You mother white monkeys. See, this is what you get for having guns in your uh, guns around everything, guns with your children. And sometimes we just get messages from people and they leave voicemails and things. But uh, but uh, sometimes people uh, call in and uh, crazies, you know, you try to keep the crazies from getting on the air. And that's why uh, wonderful people like Jasmine, um, you know, are uh, producers on the show, um, just talking to the people first to see if they're nice people and not you know, crazy Democrats. We welcome Democrats. We have Mike the Lib on regularly, right? And he says crazy things. But he's welcome to say crazy things because we uh, we uh, support free speech here. Ukraine uh, was Russia. <laughs> he's on Russia's side. That was Mike the Lib. That was Mike right there. I'm a Russian intelligence officer, and I want you to betray your country. See, he was recruiting. He was recruiting on the, uh, on the air and all that. The former intelligence officer is a former U.S. intelligence officer, Mike the Lib. But uh, have any craze to sabotage the show? You know, uh, that it happens every now and then where people uh, want to sabotage the show. But generally speaking, they're unsuccessful in doing so. And and if, you, you know, you curse, we have what they call a dump button. There's a button where uh, we can just say goodbye to you and, and you're gone, you know. And there's a slight delay because uh, I say it here. There's a delay. It goes out over the air. Because we're, you know, we try to be prepared for such circumstances. Do you have a blocked callers list? We do not have a blocked callers list. No, we do not. Uh, there are some people we know when they call in, and uh, the wonderful Jasmine and others know when they this person calls in that you know this person's a well-known nut who calls in all the time, and they generally don't get any farther than that, right? So that's how that works. But we don't have a blocked callers list. No. Um, and does that include people who accidentally curse on the air? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. We would never block anybody, um, short-term or long-term, for accidentally cursing on the air. And, and, and he says, I've heard a few of those over the years. It's true. I've heard a few of those over the years, too. We also have a crafty device that Michael knows how to use, and that is if somebody accidentally curses on the air, and they're in the middle of a sentence, the middle of a story, and they accidentally say a word that you can't say on the air, there's a way where we can... Just delete that word in real time, and you'll hear the rest of the sentence, and then we'll just come back to the person. And then usually they'll say, oops, did I, you know, or I'll say, you know, you're not allowed to say that word. And they say, oh, what did I say? And they don't know, because sometimes you accidentally swear. But we don't hold that against you, because, you know, that happens. People do that, right? Right, Jasmine? That's right. <laughs> so, so uh, yeah, that's it. We don't, we don't do that. We speak uh, free speech, and 
and we understand that uh, sometimes people slip. And if you call in and you want to say something crazy, you're, you know, let's say you're a Democrat, um, that's fine too. You know, you're welcome to come on the air. We have Mike the Lib on all the time. We like it when Mike the Lib calls in, and we like it uh, when other libs call in too. Um, you know, just uh, all I, I don't care if you're, I hang out with uh, Biden voters and have dinner and drink beers with Biden voters um, uh, frequently. Michael's making uh, crazy eyes at me now. Uh, but I do, you know, people that I've known for a long time who are lifelong Democrats and stuff. I don't, I really don't care what your politics are. I just ask that you not be crazy. That's all. It's not a very high bar. Although for a lot of Democrats, it is. Yes, indeed. And I've got breaking news. President Biden's plan to introduce a digital dollar is already underway, kind of behind the screen. And it's vital to understand what this means. Contrary to their claims, believe it or not, this initiative is not in your best interest. Time is of the essence, so taking action now is absolutely necessary to protect yourself from the crazies. You can help protect your savings, your retirement, your family, all your hard work from the risks of the digital dollar by diversifying with gold and silver IRAs. Call the experts, our great friends at American Alternative Assets. Call them today at 888-4-GOLD-20. That's 888-446-5360. They'll give you all the guidance you need on safeguarding your retirement savings. Say no to Joe Biden's digital dollar. Call 888-4-GOLD-20. 888-446-5360. Call them today. It's good to be smart. Individual results may vary. There is no guarantee that past performance will be indicative of future results. Seek your own legal tax investment and financial advice before opening an account. Yeah, yeah. And those crazy Democrats, um, they're coming for your children in school and they want to change their genders. And the crazies just won a court victory yesterday. That's coming up. They really give me way too much stuff. Way too much the Daily Signal from the Heritage Foundation has the story today. School district, a Maryland-Montgomery County school district, allowed to keep child gender transitions from parents. A court rules. The Fourth Circuit Court dismissed a lawsuit by a coalition of parents. Uh, it's a, uh, a group of Roman Catholic parents, Greek Orthodox Christian parents, and Muslim parents in Montgomery County, liberal left-wing Maryland County, um, I could drive a golf ball to there from where I am right now. And uh, they've ruled that the school district can continue to change the transition of children, the, the gender of children, and not tell the parents because they're demented. They're mentally ill. They're sick. They have a lot of issues that uh, have gone unaddressed, quite honestly. And in keeping with that, the American Medical Association plots to move on taxpayer-funded uterus transplants for biological men. For biological men. Dr. Marty McCary from Johns Hopkins University was on the case this morning on the Fox News Channel. We have been doing in medicine uterus transplants in patients who have no uterus at birth or had uterine cancer. There's been about 25 done, mostly at Baylor. And these are done for women who struggle with infertility for good medical reasons. But the American Medical Association has been taken over by Democrats, and now they want to have uterus transplants into men. 
Now there's a movement within the American Medical Association to say, let's do this in biologic men or biologic men who identify as women. Men. You remember, uh, for decades, doctors have identified transgender people with chromosomal tests and clear-cut biologic features. But now there's a movement where some doctors in the American Medical Association is saying people should be able to pick their gender, change freely as a matter of personal choice. That's why you can walk into a Planned Parenthood as a child and walk out with a bottle of hormones. They believe it's the job of the medical profession to simply affirm what you want to do. Sure. Just, uh, hey, here's your uterus. It is odd that the AMA is choosing to really focus on this activist position Mm -hmm. rather than fund the important research we need in transgender medicine. What's the regret rate after transition surgery? What's the long-term complication rate of hormones? What's the suicide rate? Aren't there doctors that are studying all the issues related to making little boys into little girls and then, you know, self-harm and... Uh, You know, we've broken the record for suicides in the United States last year, thanks to Joe Biden. Those studies are not being done. Instead of funding those studies, they've chosen chosen to take an activist position. And it's very hard to do research in this field, Ainsley, because the activists have run a lot of people out of town. The reasonable doctors and objective scientists have been run out of town. Even recently, Mayo and Jefferson have fired people over simply suggesting that we need better research. Yeah, on uh, uh, genital mutilation of children and then the self-harm and the suicide attempts and so on. Don't study that. Let's have uterus transplants into men because they're mentally ill. Uh, You know this movie, The Blind Side, um, it's made a little news the last couple of days. The Tui family uh, took in this uh, Michael Orr, um, you know, big kind of homeless teenager and uh, got him into college and football program and stuff. And then he started throwing uh, mud at them the last couple of days, uh, saying that they didn't adopt him. They just had a custodianship or something, a conservatorship. Well, now the family has come out and said that Michael Orr is, in fact, trying to shake him down for $15 million, trying to rip him off $15 million. Michael Orr, former NFL player, they uh, did everything for him, and now he wants to shake him down. The Bigger Pockets portfolio of podcasts are worthy of your investment. We're having a real conversation as real real estate investors. New episodes available every day. It's important to buy where it makes money and not necessarily where you want to travel to. Bigger Pockets on the market, rookie real estate or money podcast. The purpose of flipping is to create more cash so then you can reinvest into other types of properties. The Bigger Pockets podcast on YouTube or wherever you listen.